things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta get doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Well, grace and peace, grace and peace. It is good to be back with you. Make sure you like this episode, subscribe to the channel. Great to be back, man. It's been a long week, been a long time. I uh, hope you guys are doing well. We got an exciting video. <laughs> an interesting video that I came across. But like I said, before we get into that, make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel. And as always, click the notification bell so you can be aware when I go live or drop content. Yes, so you guys might have remember a few weeks back, <laughs> a few months back that... Um, I got into well an altercation. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, you guys know me. I'm gentle as a mouse, and I would never start anything of trouble. No, but seriously, I went to try to engage Marcus Rogers. But this video isn't about Marcus Rogers uh, per se, but more so the church he was at. I don't know if you guys remember the church I went to, but the church was, uh, I believe, I believe it's called. Revival culture or something like that. Yes, uh, my wife says it's been a minute. <laughs> it has been a minute, yes. Been busy. But I'm but I'm back. But uh, yes, I was at a, a church a while uh, trying to have a conversation with Marcus Rogers. But uh, there's a connection to that story because the church he was at, uh, the pastor there is called... Guys, you might want to hold on to your seats. Oh, by the way, this is going to be one of your one of those hold on to your seat videos. By the way, uh, the pastor was called Apostle Apostle Jonathan Ferguson. Yeah, if you're a, a student of Bible, you're like, why does he call himself Apostle? Yeah, that's that's a great question, by the way, <laughs> and I don't intend to give the answer for him, but that's a great question for him. And so. We're going to look at a sermon that he recently did where he gives a justification for the N-word and calling people, essentially he doesn't like, essentially people that disagree with his uh, methodology, people that disagree with his, um, oh, you know, the spirit moving, of course, in his church. Uh, you know, th th these are N-words and we're going to see how he says it and the justification for it. So, guys, hey. You guys know how we do it here. We 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 introduce to you to bad stuff and give you a biblical answer for these things. Because guess what? This this is popular preaching. I mean, he gets a lot of amens. He gets a lot of applauses by saying it. And you know, this appeal to minority community because guess what? A lot of minority communities say it anyway. So, I mean, <laughs> they're just like, oh wow, this pastor is cool. He's relevant. <sighs> you guys ready? I'm ready. Let's get into it. And it's like I can't say I want to talk so much. You know, I was going to continue my message about Nicodemus. <laughs> but I can't even go there yet because... First, you got to catch up to what God is doing. Amen. You got to catch up to what God's been saying. I don't know, it's kind of tempting.
God good, and he took us from fake butts to knickers. I don't, I don't know if you uh, heard what he just said, but he said God took us from fake butts to inward, essentially. And and you guys may you might be like, what is he talking about? Well, he has a sermon titled "Fake Butts." Uh, that's one of the phrases in that sermon. It just kind of shows where he's <laughs> where he's at with his uh, appealing to the culture um, and things like that, and what what he deems relevant to talk about and. Like I said, I, I I have not listened to that sermon, but something tells me it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be much better better than this this sermon here. But let's let's keep it playing because we want to hear what he says. I love it. Ooh, I love it. I wonder what's next. Very strange. The suspense is real. He may say something else crazy today. But that's what's happening because we're not paying attention. I guess I'll talk a little bit about these niggas. This, this, this part kind of is, is strange because, right, this is supposed to be the, the Sunday service. And, and one, it shows he, he really doesn't have a message prepared. You know, He's up there figuring out what he's going to talk about. And guess what? In these kind of churches, you can, right? You don't have to have a message prepared. All you have to do. Um, someone said it sounded like he said, you know, well, yes, he did say that. But that is still the in- It's a variation of the N-word. It's like it's like someone saying, I didn't say the in- N-word. I didn't put a hard E-R on it. <laughs> uh, but you're going to see his justification for it and why he keeps saying N-I-C-C-A. But uh, but again, he, he's not prepared for a sermon. This is not thought out. Um, this is just I go on a stage and I and I just talk. You know, this is the, the this is what I'm calling the, the TED Talk Christianity. Since they watched it anyway. It ain't saying nothing. Watching God doing all this stuff and raising the dead and stopping stuff. Here with her acting like the first nigga. Oh, Holy Ghost, come now. So <laughs> he says they're trying to act like the first. Uh, I'm not going to say it right now because you're going to see why he keeps saying it. Why, why does he keep saying it like that? But it's clear he's referring to, he's using the vulgar slur. slur. And just in case uh, some people may say, no, that's not what he's doing. He's actually going to admit that's actually what he's doing later in this sermon. So stay tuned. Yes, as uh, Dear Will Christian says, he's using it in the place of the N-word. Uh, and it's so crass. Yes, so crass. Yes, absolutely. He's going to admit. <laughs> stick around because he's going to admit to it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yes. Oh, I feel the heat of that thing. It's... Let me tell you about this nicker. Oh, oh, wait a second. I got to raising the dead. Oh, yes. He claims he has risen the dead. Uh, so <laughs> there, there was a uh, it wasn't in this sermon, I don't think. But there was a guy who came up that they claim had COVID and died. And now he's right, right, rose from the dead. I mean, that's their that's their claim. Uh, but they only got one guy 
<laughs> you know, it's like we've ri- we've risen the dead. Is you only got one guy supposedly, apparently, allegedly. But we'll continue. That's his nickname, Nicka. Hold on, let me let me go back because you I, you guys didn't hear that. Nothing. Watching God doing all this stuff and raising the dead and stopping stuff. They were acting like the first Nicka. Oh, Holy Ghost, come now. Oh, I feel the heat of that thing. Let me tell you about this Nicka. That's his nickname, Nicka. Short for Nicodemus. So (laughs) he uses this racial slur for Nicodemus. You know, uh, Nicodemus is supposedly supposedly a a uh, racial slur why he can use his uh for, for why he can use his his racial slur essentially yes uh, I, I no nothing nothing in the text right brings this out someone says this is crowd stage sadly it's not these people really believe this stuff sadly but you know he's he says hey I Essentially, his argument is I can use the N-word because of this nickname I've given for Nicodemus. Yes, this is the same pastor who called Marcus Rogers an apostle. Yes. So uh, I, I, I just want you guys to hear this. But there's worse stuff in this sermon. The handling of the text is by far, uh, you know, sad and disgusting. I, 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 will, I will say that. But let's continue. Message these nickers. Let us see. Uh, a nicker is the nice version. When you get the Z on it, so we've been ignoring the move of God, and we've been observing it in secret. As if it's not happening. That's what the first nicker did. Says he came to Jesus in private. Why? Because he was afraid of the Pharisees. So let let me explain this context just in case some of you are confused. Like, what's this all about? Um, yeah, yeah, Lawrence. The crowd is just eating up. Yeah, sadly. He says, hey, you know, well, Nicodemus, one of his flaws, one of his sins was he he was missing the move of God. Right. He was ashamed of Jesus. He came that night. And that's probably that's part of the problem. And so he uses this equivocation to say, well, there are people out here in my ministry who do the same thing. They come at night, they're ashamed and they're missing the move of God. Um, sir, let me say this. You are not Jesus. <laughs> Just in case there's any um, confusion about this, you are not Christ. And that's not what the text is even about. That's not what it's about. You you missed the whole point because guess what? There are people like you, uh, Jonathan Ferguson, there are pastors like you, Sally, who will find themselves in every place in the text. 
Christ, <laughs> notice, Christ isn't preached. No, go listen to this sermon. I, I encourage you, if you have the strength, <laughs> the fortitude to uh, deal with this. Um, someone says, Nico, not N-word. It's, Cindy, he actually disagrees with you because he's he's going to say later, that's the nice, that's, that's the nice version of him saying the N-word. He's actually going to say it is a racial slur. So the man using it disagrees with you. I don't see how anyone can defend this. This is undefensible. Undefensible. He was afraid of the religious pyramid in the church. He was afraid. He saw the move of God, but didn't want to associate with the move of God because it wasn't a part of his denomination. It wasn't a part of his apostolic network. That wasn't his spiritual father. So he had to hide from the move of God instead of embracing the move of God because it wasn't happening at his church. Nicka, if it ain't at your church, find a church where the move of God is. <laughs> I like this comment. Nicodemus is probably like, leave me out of this. Right, right. Like, why? how did my name become a racial slur? Like, please. That's... That's not even what the text is about. <laughs> and like, so his whole argument of, you know, uh, Nicodemus is, uh, you know, <laughs> him finding himself in the text about finding the real move of God. That's not what the text is about. But like I said, people can read themselves into any passage. Stop acting dumb with your crazy self. These niggas, church hook. So Nicodemus becomes symbolic of church folk who won't recognize the move of God and people like Apostle, quote unquote, Apostle Jonathan Ferguson. Uh, so what happened to Waterloo? Hey, I'm taking a break today because of all the haters. So, you know, I got to I got to rest. I got to rest. <laughs> but yes, he's clearly eisegeting this text but let's 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 keep going because it gets worse he's going to bring up some more biblical examples if it ain't they ministry it ain't god these niggas church folk if it ain't their favorite preacher and an anointing these niggas you know what there there is a there is a um yeah this congregation is under a curse yeah uh there is a parallel to Nicodemus and this um, pastor, quote-unquote, pastor in this congregation. None of them understand regeneration and what it means to be born again. Amen, brother. God bless you, Enoch. <laughs> you know, so there there is a parallel, but he's missed the whole point. How in the world do you see the dead raised? And people dying in your church with COVID. And you coming in secret. You hiding in private. Because you scared of a bishop. Bishop Nicka got to say about it. Dear World Christian says, how does it get worse? Oh, <laughs> brother, it, it does. It does. You see some people scared. They face looking scared. Oh, and I had this question. I was watching this, and like, clearly, you see some fair, complected people. Do they get the ability to say 
his version of Nicodemus, his nickname for Nicodemus. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I don't say the N-word. I mean, I I don't like when black people say it, let alone (laughs) a white person. Can you imagine, like, a white person in this church calling someone like me, like, (laughs) the, the nickname of Nicodemus, right? I mean... Wow, I mean, just just something to think about, you know, I mean, which he wants to give this nickname of Nicodemus, so. I didn't call him that. God called him that. Oh, oh okay, so God didn't call him, uh, you know, he didn't call Nicodemus his racial slur. God called him the racial slur. These, like, dear world Christians said, how can this get worse? You see how this gets worse? God is the one calling him the racial slur. Not 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 me. Oh no. Oh. oh. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's a Nicopoya. They'll never see the move of God. If you live with them, you'll die with them. You better come on out. And you better go to where the move of God is. Yeah, the sad part is that so many people are cheering this on, and he's up there saying God's the one who gave gave him this racial slur to use in the text. Think about that. That is so crazy. God is promoting promoting a racial stereotype, a racial uh, hateful name with hundreds of years uh, of, of of abuse. <sighs> I I. I and, and guys, I just want you guys to know what's going on in my area. I, I live about 15 minutes away from this guy. I don't think I'll be getting a invite to the cookout uh, anytime soon. Is this too much? Yes, I'll answer for you because the crowd, the crowd has no spiritual discernment. Yes, it, it clearly is. They said no. Can I show you the scripture? Yes, yeah, show us the scripture. Let me give you something. Let me give you something. Why am I using provocative language? Can I? Okay, so 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 the someone earlier who said there was nothing wrong with what he says, he even admits it's provocative language. He's even going to describe it worse than that. Hold on. Explain it to you. Do you need that help? Somebody watching needs the help. <laughs> oh, I like this. Someone says, ironic as he continues in the way of the Nicolaitans in the Bible, letters to the churches in Revelations. <laughs> Revelation, sorry, not there's no S there. Uh yes, I mean I guess we can use the N word for, for, for that church too, I guess. I mean according to Jonathan Ferguson's methodology, that's that's crazy. I got the notes anyway, might as well see it. Matthew seven and six. Luke thirteen and thirty two. Just write it down, don't go to it. Don't well you can put it up on the screen, yeah, for people watching. Here it is, Jesus. He's talking about people, and he says, Do not give your treasure to dogs. That's very offensive. Or your pearls to pigs. Lest they turn and trample you. What is he talking about? Dogs and pigs. Do not value what's given to them. 
Now, a pig's so dumb, they know that they need to eat. But they don't know the difference between a steak and a hot dog. So they eat everything. They listen to every sermon series. My God, how many pigs are in the church? They don't. So <laughs> listen to this justification of our terrible reading of Matthew 7. But I, I want you to hear the point. His whole point is saying, well, I can use the N word even though it's offensive because Jesus called people dogs and pigs. And that's offensive. That's that's essentially his argument. But he's actually misusing this text because it's that's not the point. The point isn't that pigs eat everything and what he's going to later describe as dogs. They're just too haughty and, you know, you feed them good and they, they, they get too haughty. You know, they just want the good food. That's not the point. The point is they were unclean animals in the un, under the Jewish system, the Jewish customs. Um, so. There's actually a simpler, more biblical rooted defin definition of this stuff. Jesus essentially calling them unclean. Unclean people won't want the things of God. That's essentially his point. Not this whole, uh, well, pigs eat everything. Like they'll eat the hot. That, that's not the point. That's that's not the point. Understand the difference between Vienna sausage and Brazilian sausage because they eat everything. Do you know the quality of the meat you can get? In the move of God, or are you a pig? Right, Dina. That, they, they all thought that was mad deep. That, that, that was not deep. He just he just called y'all pigs. He calling y'all dogs in a, in a physical sense. This is this is Jesus to the max. But it's about to get worse with Jesus. Are, are you, you guys holding on to your seats? Just get ready. Oh, I got a sermon. I went to church. A pig. You treat salami like wagyu. A pig. They cannot distinguish the value of what they're eating. Now dogs, you feed them good, they get bougie. They will not eat dog food again. Ask me how I know. Do not give them a treat too good. The moment you cut your budget, they going on a fast. So dogs know the difference between a steak and a hot dog. They eat it. The only problem is they bite the hand that feeds them. You These people are losing their minds over this. They're like, whoa, whoa. But no, it's Jesus is calling them unclean. It's not our mat. It's not these. The analogy isn't over. <laughs> uh, pigs are nasty and they eat everything. And dogs are, uh, you know, they got their nose up, their snout up, their noses up, and they just will. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of pigs, this guy is preaching from the butcher's counter. <laughs> yes, he's he's butchering the text. Uh, just just amazing. Well, not in that way, and in, in a bad way, it's amazing. The word is good, but you full of gossip. You know God spoke over your life, but you You know you got healed at that church, but you betrayed your pastor. You know God delivered you at that ministry. Dogs.
Everybody in the church ain't saints. That's provocative language. So, so his, so again, his whole point was, well, all that Jesus was saying was provocative language, calling them dogs and pigs. And I agree that it was provocative. But just because something is provocative does not mean it's biblical to say. Calling a female a B word is very provocative. <laughs> what the Charlotte's Web is this? <laughs> calling a female the B word is very provocative. But I would argue it is unbiblical to do. Now, there have been people try to make a connection to saying it's okay. I won't try to lay those things out, but obviously I would disagree with using such vulgar language. That's And that's the issue. Yes, um, Jonathan Ferguson, your, 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 your language is very provocative, but it's also vulgar. That's the difference. We're not to just be provocative for provocative sake. Same tone. I was reading about Nicodemus, and I got stuck. A certain man came to Jesus by night, by the name of Nicka. What'd you say? Nicka. Nicodemus. Church Nickas. That's offensive. Yes. Yes, I know it's meant to be. And when you see this kind of activity and leadership, listen, y'all. That's the sign of a nicker. He was in a position of religious influence and he refused to publicly acknowledge Jesus, even though he knew who he was. So, so the sign of a <laughs> N-word, I guess, spiritually speaking, is when you recognize the move of God, but you won't publicly acknowledge it you know you do it in private now we i've seen this same uh uh by the way uh well marcus rogers didn't say the n-word but he used that same interpretation and maybe he got it from jonathan ferguson um about you know people coming in private and not celebrating them in public uh you know so yeah the, this this the text isn't about that <laughs> the text isn't about that you know so i mean just in case you're wondering Jesus is making a point about, uh, you know, being born again and what that means. But he makes a uh, play on words on his name. That's it's not the text. It's not what the text. The, the text isn't about what connection we can make about an English variation of his name uh, or pronunciation of his name due to a racial slur. <laughs> so it's not what it's about. And when you walk in that kind of ministry, you have to prep yourself to not be accepted by the religious world. 
And that's not what this message is about. It's not about being accepted. Amen. Are you hearing this? Yes, sir. It's about exposing the dangers of ignoring the move of God. Because yeah. now the world is looking for the coming of Jesus again. And we're confused about the coming of Jesus. Because the people that interpret the scriptures about the coming of Jesus refuse to acknowledge the activity of Jesus currently in the earth. That's a nicker. That's a nicker for you. You'll be confused if your past is a nicker. You'll be afraid. You'll be scared. You won't know what to do. You won't have clarity. And all the trial and commotion in the world, you'll hide away until Jesus comes back. Because the people God gave religious influence to will not even acknowledge what he's doing. This is this this the sad part is the the oohs and the ahs and the clappings and I'm not I, I, obviously I'm not saying this because I'm a hater because that's that's the first thing that's gonna be oh you're a hater no I, I'm not a hater at all I, I'm I'm sad that this man has given no Bible preaching substance and all the people are amen and awe and yeah like Dina said oh this dude is deep and wow. I mean, this dude could have said a kuna matata, and these dudes, these people would have, whoa, that's glory! Like, the, the, there is nothing, nothing worthy of a clap, nothing worthy of an amen that he just said. I mean, all this is doing is defending his ministry. <laughs> well, if people don't like what I'm saying, they're an n-word. That's essentially what he's did this sermon. If you're not validating my ministry, validating what I'm saying. Then Jonathan Fergan says, you're an N-word. Spiritually speaking, of course. Based on a <laughs> eisegetical reading of uh, uh, John chapter 3. Yo, if my pastor said this, I'm out. Peace. Bro, I'm not coming back to your church. You just call everybody N-words. Unless you, you know, you would have to repent. <laughs> you need to repent about this. Yes, yeah, someone talks about James 3 and chapter 4. About taming the tongue. This, you, I, mean, I mean, if he's saying this in public on a Sunday. I, I, I can't imagine what he says at home. <laughs> I mean, his kids is running out, running, makes a mad in word or pastoral counseling. I, 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 I would be very sad to see what he says in private. If this is what, how he speaks in public, people always speak worse in private. Just as FYI, you know, I mean, I understand we're weak in the flesh, but he's just openly doing it, but let's keep going. Now the church is confused. What is the prophetic word of the Lord? What is the prophetic word of the Lord? The prophetic word of the Lord is revival. The prophetic word of the Lord is, is a move of the spirit. It ain't coming. It's in the tone and context of John chapter 4. Uh, someone said, is he in New York? No, he's in Texas. He's right around the corner for me. <laughs> he's about 15 minutes away, sadly. This is where Marcus Rogers preached uh, and where, where Marcus Rogers, where he called Marcus Rogers, said he hold, he holds the key of David. You know, that unbiblical office that only Christ holds, where he said that Marcus Rogers, uh, that the government would be on Marcus Rogers shoulders. You know, 
where only it's talked about Jesus. This guy clearly doesn't know the Bible well. Context is not his friend. <laughs> but yeah. The time coming and now is that time when the true worshipers, when the true people, when the true church, when the remnant will worship in spirit and in truth. That time is now. It ain't coming. It's already here. Why are you still singing songs about come revival and revival's already here? That's a nicker for you. You see the move of God, but it sounds cute to sell CDs about it. So there are more prophetic updates. This is not as prophetically sensitive as the prayer service we had. But you gotta listen to this message if you're watching and you gotta listen to the previous message. It was called House Nickers. You got Field Nickers. And you got House Nickers. You, you, you hear this? <laughs> someone someone asked, have I been there? <laughs> yes, I, I, I did. I tried to have a conversation with Marcus Rogers and uh, I was told to leave. Not because I disrupted the service or anything, but simply because I wanted to have a conversation. Uh, many, many, many of you guys remember that. Uh, it wasn't too long ago. Maybe what? Maybe what, what? Like two months ago, something like that. Um, where I tried to have a conversation with him, and yeah, I got told not to come back, or I got kicked out of that service. So, you know, I guess I'm this Nicodemus <laughs> that he's talking about. Maybe I don't know. Maybe this service is about me. I don't know. But, you know, you got House Nicodemus and what, what do you say? Phil Nicodemus. I mean, I'm, I'm saying Nicodemus because I don't want to use the word he used. I, I, I find that word disgusting. As a black male, I find it disgusting. And I do not. I seek not to use that in my language. Um, I, I hate that word. So I, I don't even want to um, use it, you know. <laughs> someone said i wish i wish i had an organist who played every time i said something <laughs> everything's better when an organist said something behind you right right <laughs> right this one's called these niggas <laughs> like i said low-key i mean what what white people why are you laughing at this i mean i'm i'll be kind of heated if i look over a white person like i'm like I mean, but uh, honestly, I, it's a fa it's offensive to anyone. I mean, white or black. But I mean, what what, what would he do if if a white person grabbed the mic and was like, Nicodemus, you know, said it the way he said it. <laughs> you the, you said God said it, gave it to you. Why can only certain parts people say it? I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Two. Remember, the language is meant to be degrading, not of their individuality, but of their actions and their practices. That's why I said dogs, pigs. So there we go. He says, hey, this is meant to degrade, be degrading, you know. So, yeah. Calling like animals. Not to degrade them, but their actions. The shock of that animal nature. You act like an animal. Shows how in Someone said the lady I showed was... Uh, 
Latina. Okay, that's fair. But what about this <laughs> grandma right here? Well, she picks up the mic. <laughs> There's white people in this church, you know, so. Something it is in the spirit to deviate from the order of God. That's why I want to live as an insult to the entire religious order. Uh, let me let me be fair, Jonathan Ferguson. Um, you are. You are an insult to the whole religious order. Not not in the way you think, though. Because only. Only someone who does not care about the word of God and, and Christ himself will come and preach, preach this sermon, quote unquote, and, and think they are doing something spiritually good. So, yes, you are an insult. I, I, I say that and then and then obviously, yes, see, see, this is provocative language I'm using, but not vulgar. You are an insult because you are, uh, you know, leading these people. In, in more in more immaturity. In 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 silliness. I want to exist as a smack in the face. Of the entire church mafia. You are. You are. It's supposed to be insulting. Very insulting. Adando Oren. Temenebiando Yelavariandos. So this scripture, I'm still, where is it in my notes? It's in um, John 19 38. Here's the heart, and I'm going to show you three dangers of being a nigga just in two minutes watch being a disciple of jesus but all right so he's going to show you a couple dangers of being a nicodemus okay let's go secretly for fear of the jews besought pilate that he might take away the body of jesus and pilate gave him leave he came therefore and took the body of jesus and there came also the Nica, which at first came to Jesus. Remember at the prayer alert, I came from John chapter 3. Now this is the follow-up. It's talking about Nicodemus again. It's talking about when he first came to Jesus by night. And it's coupling these two together because now it's finally showing us the root of why he was hiding. And I would say this, John 19 seems to display uh, Nicodemus in a converted state now. He's 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 now um, seems to be converted where, yes, he once came at him night and now he's publicly, hey, following Christ. He's that's what seems that's what many people have, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, have concluded based on this text, but he's still referring to him as the. Nicodemus, right? The the in his uh, vulgar way, he was afraid of losing his religious influence. He was afraid of losing his church leadership position. Let me talk to the visitors. There are some pastors that you may be under, and they know they don't have deliverance for you, but they will counsel you and prophesy to you. With three confirmations that you should not come over to this church, and they know good and well that their hands do not have the oil to break you free. But they don't care about that. So he's throwing shade at other churches. <laughs> but funny enough, I would argue that's actually descriptive of, of, of his church. 
His church doesn't have the, the ability to give deliverance because they don't have a gospel there. All they preach is the haters, you know, need to stop hating kind of messages. You know, you know, those guys, it just sounds like the world. <laughs> uh, just, just terrible. Just, this is not preaching. This is just, <laughs> this is just, <laughs> it's emotionalism. It's, it's sensationalism, but not preaching. Because they are afraid of losing their religious position. What's the danger to have a nicker as a pastor? There are three dangers of having a nicker as a pastor. Listen, if you ain't heard about this move of God, your pastor is a nicker. So if we haven't heard of the move of God, i.e. Uh, Jonathan Ferguson's ministry, that's what he's referring to, then you are a Nicodemus in the vulgar way. Uh, uh, let me say this, even if you were, even if I believe you were a pastor, a, a, a solid biblical pastor, your church is not the move of God. Do, do not conflate the move of God with your church, your ministry. <laughs> we do not need to repent and believe in Apostle Jonathan Ferguson to be saved. Ridiculous. They see it, but they're ignoring it. Yes, because it's not a uh, biblical. You're 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 not you're not you're not biblical. That's why we ignore it. Has nothing to do with being a Nicodemus in the vulgar way. A Sadducee. They don't want anything in God that rises above their level. A Sadducee. But God's about to break that Nicodemus. Oh, that's what it is. It's a Nicodemus. You guys hear that? I don't even want to repeat it because it's so disgusting. I, I don't. This isn't me trying to be holier than thou. I, I seriously hate that word. Um, it, it's it's disgusting to me. Nicodemus for Nicodemus. Hey, I tell you to lift your voice. That old slave mentality. What 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 about this was praiseworthy? I'm I'm genuinely asking, how did this bring glory to God? How how did this bring about more depth of knowledge about God, about Christ? How any of that, right? Wow. That old victim mindset. That old house nigga demon. God is breaking. The Nicodemus, every bishop, they walk, get with the move of God to preserve their salary. God is breaking the Nicodemus. If you raise your voice and shout. Oh, and so that whole uh, <laughs> R. Kelly remix right there just went on for about five to ten minutes of just um drum rolls and people screaming what losing their minds right <laughs> that went on for about five to ten minutes and then finally he 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 i guess he gets his second win 
and he says, let's 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 give him something more to get crazy about. The way you know a nigga is a nigga can't see. John chapter three. He said he knew it was Jesus, but he wanted to serve him privately. He didn't want to offend the bishop of the church of God in Christ. So <laughs> Jesus used some very jarring. It was a very jarring conversation with Nicodemus because he had to wake him up. That's what this message is meant to be like. I I, I don't know if I I don't know. Maybe maybe they got some effect that I don't got. You know I, I mean. You guys know my effects. I'll put them on after this. Stay tuned. I'll get some effects how I feel about this sermon. But he keeps saying, "Hey, man. Um, yeah, he he says he loves that. He loves that word. He's gonna say something. Uh, are you a prophet? He's gonna say something soon about that. <laughs> Just as much as a spiritual slur, as the other word is a racial one. Why? Because I'm prejudiced to the presence of God." You hear that? So in the same way, the N word was used as a slur. It was, you know, you know, the slavery, the history of slavery. He's he's prejudiced. He's he's prejudiced to the things of God in the same way. The same way. I'm not sure you want to use that as a. Uh, um, <laughs> a, a, a spiritual analogy in the same way. If you don't want the glory, I don't like the color of your spiritual pigment. What? Hold on, I gotta get my bro Westbrook for this one. Hold on. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? What are you what are you talking about, man? So God's prejudice and doing spiritual racism? I, this this makes no sense. It's like a mix of Hebrew Israelite woke people and prosperity gospel rolled up to rolled rolled up in one. I I I don't even know what to make of this. If you don't want all of God, go drink from another water fountain. If you don't want God to have His way, sit at the back of the bus. Nikas. If wow. all you want is a church show, I'm prejudiced to the presence of God. It's a he says, all of you want is a church show. I'm prejudiced to the presence. Bro, all we've gotten right now is a church show. All we got right here was the a a a show. I mean, I might I might have could have gotten more spiritual lessons watching. <laughs> Uh, t Teletubbies, <laughs> I'm showing my age a bit. I don't know what 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 else is what else is uh playing Gabba Gabba. Maybe there's more spiritual lessons there than this sermon. Um, but <laughs> what in the strongest concordance did he just say? <laughs> right, who this has got to be a joke. Like if I walked in on this, I'd be like. Man, you, you you guys take it too far. You joking? Stop. Get to the real thing. Spiritual slur. 
In the spirit, I feel just like a racist white man that don't like the pigment of our skin. In the spirit, he feels like a just like a racist white man. In the spirit, who doesn't like the color of their skin. So what is that? What do you? I mean, how, how does that look? You, you spiritually whipping people, and I mean spiritually. Uh, how how does this look? I, I don't. Makes no sense, man. Makes no sense. The zeal of his house consumes me. With racism, <laughs> the zeal of his house consumes me with spiritual racism. Wow. I feel like the attorney in the Ahmad case. He basically said, we don't want any more other N-word pastors coming into this case. That's actually not what he said, uh, <laughs> but I'll let him continue his point. We don't want any more African-American pastors coming in this courtroom. I don't want to see any more Bishop Nickers on YouTube. Now that we preached about them niggas, they can go home. I just like saying the word, yo, I'm sorry. Sometimes it ain't even spiritual, it just sounds good. We a t-shirt, these. So there it is, guys. That's that's what he likes to say, you know. Um, he, he, like I said, he likes saying the N-word. He, he, like, he likes saying that word. He's, he just said it. Um. You know, sermons like this just have your boy like this, man. I mean, I I just wouldn't know what else to do if I was there. You know, I'd be, I would be like this, man. You 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 up there preaching, preaching uh, falsehood. So you're lying. You're lying on God. So you know, I gotta play this. Why you always lying? You lying. Camera just moving all like this. <laughs> you know, got got people just looking like that. You know, you, you, you know, what, are, what, what is you doing, man? What, 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 what is you doing? You know, you just... <laughs> Uh, you know, so, so sermons like that will just leave you speechless. Leave you completely speechless. <laughs> Someone say you look scary. <laughs> no, I, I, I got something better. Hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me dig into my bag of tricks. Hold on, where's my, where's my other one? Hold on. Uh, let me, let me find this for a sec. Oh, here we go. Look, man, sermons like this spiritually would turn you into this man you just look like a baby i mean you know i mean this is a bunch of babies in there if they are christians they're just spiritually babes spiritually immature you know they they sound like an adult <laughs> they sound like a see i sound like an adult but what i look like though what i look like you, you know turn turn you back 20, 30 years, you know, spiritually, they look like me right now, you know, 
yeah, yeah, you know, so, <laughs> you, you know, you sound mature, the deep voice, you know, they sound, they sound like they know what they're talking about, but you know, right here, this is what you look like spiritually. You are young in the faith, if you are in the faith. You are young in the faith. See, this is what this is what you look like spiritually. <laughs> you know, you 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 look the part. You, I mean, you sound the part. Yes, yes, baby dub right here. You sound the part, but you don't look the part. Something's wrong with you. You know, if you saw if you saw if you were able to see the spirit realm as apostle, quote unquote, apostle Jonathan Ferguson looked like this, you would say, hold up, something's wrong with you. And that's right. Something's wrong with that man. You know, I mean, <laughs> see, see the changes. You're like, wow, that that's how it looks when you see maturity. Just that fast. <laughs> yes. If you're young in the faith, you don't need to be preaching. That's right. Get him off the stage. Apollo that man, you know, sweep him off. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it's sad. You know, yeah, we were, you know, we were, you know, having fun right now, but it's sad. It's sad that this man can, you know, hold the microphone, proclaiming to be a, a spiritual leader of the people, of the sheep. Yeah, that's right. Rugrat, spiritually mature. That's right. He's claiming to be a, a man of God, preaching the preaching the Bible, right? But he, he he's leading them into, I would argue, a worse state, a worse place than they were before before they got into a church. You know, and so <laughs> someone said, "I aged thirty years in one second. Ouch! <laughs> that hurt me." <laughs> You know, <laughs> y'all are funny, man. Y'all are funny. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, it's frustrating, you know, that, you know, there are people like that, you know, that are supposed to be, you know, people that people can confide in, right, spiritually. You should be able to trust a pastor. But sadly, you can't trust, you can't trust every pastor, right? Because not every pastor, sadly... <laughs> uh you can't trust every pastor because not every pastor is proclaiming the word of god i mean but this is what paul promised in acts chapter 20 he says after my departure men will come in come in men will come into the flock devouring yeah that's right this, this he didn't even put on sheep's clothing but you know what that's how Spiritually immature people are uh, blinded, I would argue. Blinded people are that. This man shows up in full wolf gear, right? He shows up pretty much yelling, I'm a false teacher, don't come to my church, and he can pack that service out. That's 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 a, that's a sad reality of of many churches in America, and I'm, and I'm quite sure the... Uh, it's like this overseas as well, but I'm speaking in my context, but um, that he can, quote unquote, preach. And that's the response. He he gets a lot of amens and ahs and not I, I don't care for amens and ahs when when I preach. But uh, it, it just shows you like what people are more geared to or directed to. Right. Um, that That's what people want. They want the 
you know, the unregenerate man wants the tickling of the ears. They want to be entertained in service. I, I remember someone was asking me, or I was thinking about this one, man, if I was unregenerate and I was going to church, I, I probably would want something like this. It's cause it's entertaining, right? It's funny. Something like a Michael Todd, you know, I, I, yeah, this guy's funny. You know, I, I just kind of, cause I would want to be entertained, but as a Christian, I, I don't want that kind of, I don't want to be entertained. Yeah. And yeah, Eric, Eric is right, man. It's it. This is God's judgment. What is the proof of God's judgment upon a people? God gives them over to wicked leaders, to unsound pastors. That is a judgment upon you. It's a sad place to be in. And so, uh, I hope this was helpful. I, I do plan on doing, cause someone asked me about it, uh, maybe like a week or two ago, uh, if I would do a, a, a critique of this, of the theology of Stephen Furtick. And so for the last week or two, that's really what I was focused on. This kind of came up last minute. Uh, I do plan on doing a critique of the theology of Stephen Furtick, maybe next week. Let's, let's shoot for next week. Okay. Uh, I'll do a live, uh, Stephen Furtick, We'll we'll chop it up on his theology. Uh, be on the lookout. That's why you got to subscribe if you're not. Matter of fact, like this video. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you're not. Uh, hit the notification bell so you'll you'll automatically be aware when I drop content. So you so you'll be on the 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 end the end 